Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. All right. I'm going to try not to sniffle or hack and cack and and just uh, be making no- gross noises throughout this whole podcast because we got the influenza A in this household. A. And it, it's, it has not hit me. My cousin, basically, she took like two days off this week. Or, well, she was going to take two days off. Because she had a holiday, because they were observing President's Day for some reason at her work. So she took Tuesday <laughs> off, and Wednesday's already her day off. So she's like, cool, I'm going to have time off. Got sick, like, immediately. And was like, <laughs> like All so right. hard, too. And then had to take the rest of the week out off, because she's, like, absolutely, like, like she took three COVID tests. And I was like, what is, it was like, you look bad. Like, I'm like, I know that's, like, not useful at all, but, you're like, you look sick, dude. And, uh, yeah, so she finally, like, went in, because we're like, is this RSV? What is this? Like, we've had three negative COVID tests. What's going on? And it's like, you know, not that home ones aren't always reliable. What's, what's happening? And then, nope, influenza. Had to cancel all my plans, because then I got sick. Um, not- Get your flu shots, everybody. It's not foolproof, but hopefully it helps. Well, the doctor was really cool. Uh, he was saying, he's like, yeah, if you hadn't gotten your flu shot, uh, you basically would have been, this would have been like for three weeks instead of the one week. Yikes. Yeah, get your flu shot, and, and I probably would have been a lot worse off. Yeah. Because, you know, keep different I was immune lucky. systems. Work offered them this year, and they did it, they did it last year, too, but, like, I had just gotten my booster and flu shot, like, right mm-hmm. before they announced it. So, I'm like, I'm waiting this year. <laughs> so, I got to go in. They just jab, jab. I got just a double jab in one arm. Just the flu, mm-hmm. COVID, knocked out good. So Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I'm... Get your vaccinations. It's good for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I've, been, I've, I've felt better, but um, uh, it could be worse. How about you? How are you doing? Um, well, so pal broke my laptop and I got a new one. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got a new one and, um, it, it, you know, it's the same exact model as my last one. So it's just as slow, but Mm -hmm. you know, I only really use it to take warrior cats notes and sometimes watch YouTube videos in the background while I work. And it came with a new charger, which I was like, oh, that's great. This has mm. been the same charger that I've had since, you know, my junior year of college. Mm-hmm. It's seen some things. It's covered mm-hmm. in charcoal. It's just, uh, yeah, it's got some tape on it. I was like, oh, cool. That's cool. So I get my new laptop. I plug it in with the new cord. Yada, yada, yada. Pals out for a little bit. Mm-mm. And I come downstairs. Yep. He's pretty much chewed the cord Snap completely time. in half in like Snap three time. different places. And it's only the Mac cord that he does it to. Because then I was like, oh, gosh, I got to plug in my old one again. But I put the bitter spray all up and down it. Mm-hmm. He still chewed it in half. Um, so luckily I had on a whim, I was ordering stuff mm-hmm. online and I'm like, I should get a new charger. And it's like, oh, these are only $12 because they're so old. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, thank goodness. So I had just ordered a new one. 
that came I, my today. Friends, there's like those woven covers you can get. Yes, that is the next thing I'm going to get. I think, yeah, that's because I can't, like, because yep. that just, like, stops from the chewing through. Yep, because apparently, because, like, like, I put the bitter coat, like, the bitter stuff on, like, all of the cords. Apparently that doesn't work for every animal, though. Yeah, and it's just the MacBook cord and, that he's gone for. And let's be real, for. the man, the man was on the streets for a bit. He he's he probably was. tasted some nasty things, too. Yeah, gosh, I gotta. She's like, like yeah, anything this bird that is looks covered like in that pesticide, cord. I'm still gonna eat it. Like that's why you keep your cats indoors, <laughs> right? He's got like he's got the food trauma, so he's all like you know, seafood, like, like, smell food, gotta eat food. And it's, it's like, like me when but, I was a baby, just throwing dirt and fertilizer in my mouth. Yep, yep. It's like Bud, you're gonna get you get two square meals a day. You're good. It just, it's not about that. It's not. It's not even about that. Though. I know. It's, not the, it's the texture. I know. It's the desire. That's why it's specifically the mat cord. It's something about that texture. Apparently, it does kind of look yeah, like a nerd's so rope, like... you know, or like a Twizzler, or like what are those <laughs> ones that's like? It's just like the the sweet tart ropes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, like a yeah. sweet. It's Sorry, exactly like, like a sweet tart looking rope. Looking at mine right now. Of, uh, tart too. filling. Oh yeah. Well, does she chew it in half? Because man, these things are unusable. I, I, she's uh, chaos, and she like does it. She only does, she only does things like that when when she wants attention from me. Like she doesn't actually desire to chew through it. She just wants yes. to be naughty, so I I give her attention. See, that's what Pal does with my CPAP hose. So it's like if I if it's just in the room. While he's mm-hmm. there during the day, it's fine. But it's like right in the morning when Vincent doesn't want to wake up and throws himself on top of us to keep us snuggling in bed. Um, but Pal's, you know, on the floor, like screaming because he's, you know, starving and wasting yeah. away and has never had food in his life. Um, that's when he starts trying to chew on my CPAP. Yeah, like, you know, like, she used to be obsessed with my pin board when she used to be relegated to the room in the evening now she's like cool i don't have to like rip everything off your walls and destroy your wires i still put my yep cords away that i can because i just need that contained chaos um gosh i wish i would i I, I took this new one out of the box and i'm like hey jj help me remember to put this all the way away when i'm done with it (laughs) so yeah my cat's a goblin yeah, Goblin Boy. Um, have you read anything? Oh yeah, did I wait? Did I tell you I was like I was like oh I've got a name for our for our uh, animals now, it, Amira, the Princess and the Goblins, and I'm mm. like you know like the movie. That's beautiful. But everybody that I was talking to was like, "What movie?" And I'm like, "The animated movie, The Princess and the Goblin." It and sounds familiar. Is it Don Bluth? Um, I don't think so. Um, let me just Google it. It's a oh, it was a children's fantasy novel published in 1872, but I'm talking about the uh movie, of course, which was um a full length animated adaptation by the book, directed by Joseph Yemes was released in 1992 in the United Kingdom and June 1994 in the United States. We had it on VHS. 
That's like um, when I found out that like one of my favorite uh, movies was that my grandma used always used to watch was like a Russian like uh, uh, adaptation. Uh, it, what was it? it? Was like uh, uh, yeah, the Adventures of Scamper the Penguin. I was like, yeah, <laughs> who hasn't seen Scamper the Penguin? And everyone's like, what are you talking about? I'm like you know, that very traumatizing scene where the the penguin gets attacked, and everyone's like, no, what are you talking about? I guess it was not well received commercially or critically in the U.S. Um, it got mainly negative reviews, according to Wikipedia. But uh, you know. <sighs> Have you read anything? Nah. <laughs> no. Have you? Um, I actually wanted to uh, say that I went to our our new library opened up. Remember I mentioned the library just down the road? Yeah. It's kind of sad because it was closing, but uh, just a couple blocks away, they opened up the new library and like from the outside, Hallelujah. I was like, oh, it looks really great. And like, it made sense why they were closing the old one because it's just like multiple levels, very inaccessible um kind of a weird building to put a library in um but i went to the new one um one it's named after like it's like a uh yeah so it's uh the name of it is derived from like a local dakota um tribe uh like leader's name um so that's really cool and like they have this big like splash like definition and then also like the um the Dakotan language and like on the wall and like where Adele came from, which I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, uh, it's like it's so big, it's so big, it's so nice. Um, I just wandered. I went there. I didn't go to go to the like ribbon cutting ceremony, but I did go the first day it opened. Um, and I was just like admiring it was so nice they have this big whiteboard wall that people could write messages on like they're like what are you excited about the new library and i was like more comics which i do have a lot i did check some out i haven't had a chance oh, to read oh that's yet. so great yeah and they have this, this really cool interactive wall for the kids and um like a bunch of study rooms and they have a 3d printer um oh like i was like this is like awesome like it's super accessible like it's all one level um and very easy to navigate. It was uh, very crowded, even though it like had just opened at like noon, and I went there like a little bit in the afternoon, and um, I did as I was like perusing the uh, graphic novels. Um, <gasps> I just hear, "Dad, Dad, Dad!" like very loudly, like louder than. <laughs> Like, someone should speak in the library, but, like, louder than a kid would yell in a library. Because, like, you know, kids don't have any concept of how loud they should be. Yeah. And this little child who couldn't have been... I mean, I, I really struggle to tell you how old kids are, but I, this kid probably... Kindergarten. Kindergarten or a little younger than that. I'm like, uh-oh. And, uh... <laughs> and and he, he he's looking in, like... He's like going into like one of the study room, like she's like, what the heck? Uh, like just lost, befuddled. And I'm like, and, and we're kind of like a ways away. And I was, but thankfully not too far away. And I was like, hey, he's like, I can't find my dad. I'm like, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> like just starts telling me. And I'm like, oh, well, how about we go to the desk? They'll help you find your dad. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, thank God a, a, 
a, a library person is like pushing a cart and I'm like you work here and they're like yeah and then like have like we have like an understanding of like a we didn't like exchange that many words but I was just like I don't want this kid and he's like I yeah you don't worry I understand why you don't want the child and like you know just like it's like this is, this is not mine and I don't know what to do with it right and 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 so but like just as they were turning around um this person appears and he's like, oh, buddy, did you hear I was going to go to the bathroom? Like, I, I, I decided to stay in the play area. And this kid had like, wandered halfway across the library at this point. <laughs> Great. And, yeah. and, and the kid's like, oh, I was so confused. And he just picks him up. And it's like, it's, it, the, the bathroom's like right there by the play area. Right. So, um, I'm sure it was just like, oh, I'll stay right here by like the interactive wall. And so, and like, as I'm like walking away, they're like paging a code Adam on the, the uh. overhead. I'm like, oh, uh, it's Oops. all right. It's okay. I don't need to, uh, like, really, be involved I did my part. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank, thank God that library person was there. Cause I just was so stressed. Cause the kid probably like, he, he was turning around, but I was just like, Oh, I don't know if he's going to listen to me and I don't want to grab this child that is not mine. <laughs> like, but, uh, it all worked out. Well, it, and we know, we know that man, these kids, uh, these kids can end up in the darndest places. Whether lost in the library or uh, in a fox den, shall we? Yeah, let's uh, let's get into it. That was a beautiful transition. <laughs> Thank you, because I'm Amber Hart and I'm Tangle Tongue, and this is Warrior Cats. What is that? We're not in a fox den any longer. In fact, we're actually no. right before our our naming or our what is it? Apprentice ceremony? What is it called? Apprentice. I, I guess it's it's an apprentice ceremony. I mean, it it's, is a sort of naming ceremony. Yeah, we, we get like an advanced name. We don't get like our like our full name yet. You know? Yeah. We just go from yeah. kit to paw. Paw. Yeah. Very predictable. But. Holly Kit, obviously, she's like by Sun High. She's gonna find out if she's going to become Leaf Pool's apprentice. So, I'm so I'm really anxious about this because I just am like, here, here are I have fears and I have like excitement for either, either of these two. Yeah. It'd be hilarious if Lion Kid ends up being the apprentice. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> That'd be so good. Lion Kid's like, somebody, oh, your life's broken. Hang on, let me you. let me break the other one just to just to even when I'm out. Like they're like, oh, Lion Kid, no. It's like I just smothered them. They they were breathing funny. I just thought it'd be it's like Lion Kid, no. <laughs> I don't know why he resorted to violence. It'd be very much like um not intentional. Just like I, like, I yeah. just gave him a hug and then, you know. Broke all his bones. Yeah. yeah broke broke all the bones. He's that really were good at setting limbs back into place, though. That's what that's they call it. him. It's, over like, it's, for. A chi- it's like a chiropractor, a physical therapist before, like. Yeah. Um, um, and apparently, apparently, it sounds like I'm saying Lion King sometimes, which is very on brand, anyways. But thankfully, at Sun High, um, we'll get rid of that confusion. <laughs> Um, what? But, 
But like for okay, if it's Holly Kit, yeah, I'm worried she doesn't necessarily have the connection. Or also, but also just like I don't. I feel like we're just going to end up in the storyline just exactly... We're going to end up with Leafpool 2.0 where she didn't really, like, think through everything and was like, oh, actually, ah, uh, ah, uh, I ah, uh, uh, which I don't think is necessary. Yeah. I mean, the connection to, like, uh, uh, Starkland is not necessarily, I think, needed. Miss, uh, who is she? Cinderpelt? No, we saw her last what? time. The one who doesn't talk to Starkland. Oh, Mothwing. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to talk to Starkland to be a good doctor. Right, right. So, but it's like... Although it helps if you at least can pick up their calls. <laughs> right, right. At least take a message, at the moon you know? Pool. At least have some sort yeah, of email transaction. Yeah, at least at the moon pool. I mean, her... Where everybody else can do it. Yeah, she's like, I'll just take a nap. <laughs> it's whatever. But, um, you know, I, but also at the same time, when you mention, like, the whole, like... Well, the desire for greatness. Oh, it's like uh, they always are like approached so negatively that I'm just like, uh. But on the other side, if it is Mr. Uh, J Kit, um, yeah, one, I just want to kind of see what he could do. You know, if they just didn't treat him, yeah. I just want to see them treat a warrior with a disability. That isn't like well, yeah, like that isn't like a disability, like you know, because we do have disabled warriors. We do have warriors that have like a missing yeah. eye or or uh, like a crooked star. Like we have, yeah, but like you know, a, a deaf warrior, a blind warrior. You know, there there are there, are, there's potential there. Yeah. But then, then comes my and actually, I suppose this is possible. And I didn't think about this till I was editing. Then comes my concern, right. and this didn't this didn't come in, and I'm like, oh my god, this could happen if he's a warrior or the medicine cat. Um, the whole scene we had with Spotted Leaf, I'm like, oh my god, what if they magically cure him? <laughs> I will eat a brick if that happens. All right, all right. Because it's like it's one thing to be able to see like Star Clan, you know. Yeah. I guess it's kind of weird. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, like, but then yeah, again, I mean, I guess you know the the. It, it, I mean, it's a physical disability, and then we're going to the spirit world in his mind, right? So, so I, I guess maybe that's where it it's different yeah i just i wonder if there's a way we could have navigated that while you know he he has no point of reference <laughs> you know i just i just can't he's been blind since birth yes um but he's also been having these he's also been able to see in dreams before so it's not necessarily something new to him yeah i don't know i just feel like there's other ways we could have approached this but well, let's uh, find out. Let's get to this um, apprentice ceremony. I, I swear to God, if we get magic cure, cure blindness, I'm going to riot. But anyway, let's go. All right. You can leave the podcast if that happens. So we're with Holly Kit still. We're, 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 with, we're in the gal's head. Um, 
So yeah, she's thinking about. She's like, we're gonna know by sun high. I'm gonna know if I'm gonna be in that medicine den. I definitely told my brothers I was gonna be it, but. I mean, she said that. I mean, she did tell them that Leafpool still had to talk to Firestar. You know. So she's hoping. Hates me. She doesn't get the job. (laughs) Well, she's bristling with the thought of all the knowledge that's gonna be inside her head. She imagines how Star Clan would appear to her in dreams. But instead, she sees herself as a full medicine cat. Leading her own apprentice through the woods, teaching them everything that Leafpool was going to teach her. Let her go to college! Holly blinks open her eyes. Dawn is creeping into the den. Lion Kid and Jaykit are still asleep beside her. Squirrel Flight's nest smelled stale and cold, so she must have left for patrol and returned to the warrior's den after, as she's Mom been doing. Because you know. Oh. Already awake, Fern Cloud asks as Holly Kit stretches. And Holly Kit tells her she's too excited to sleep. Fern Cloud tells her she can go outside. The Dawn Patrol will be back soon. They might bring warm prey. Thank you. Ice Kit looks to Holly Kit with big eyes. She won't be sleeping in the nursery tonight? Holly Kit blinks. No, she'll hopefully be in Leafpool's den. Fox Kit says he'd rather be in the apprentice den with Lion Kit. Ice Kit asks if Holly Kit will come back and tell them what being an apprentice is like. Aww. Of course, Holly Kit purrs. And it's like, oh. So Being cute. roommates with them is the only thing these children have ever known. Yeah. Also, it'd be so fun if we had, like, just one scene of them messing up the name. It's like, ah, Holly Kit, I mean, Holly Paw, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the writing does that enough. And I'm sure I do that enough, too. I, and also, like, I know Gosh. they do that. Like, we, I think this has happened more than once where, like, someone from a different clan it's like, oh, hey, Holly mm. Kit. And they're like, actually, it's Holly Paw now. Actually. Yeah, like, that's yeah, happened so That's many good. Times. Yeah, I mean, even Willow Paw was in camp, like, yesterday. and was like, is it Holly Paw? And it's like, mm-hmm. not quite yet. And I was just I was just thinking, like, going through this. Um, the, last, the last series we did, series two, mm-hmm. had, like, four apprentices in ThunderClan, like, total throughout those whole books. A lot of people, a lot, there was a lot of, like, kidnapping, yeah, death, and also, I don't know, like, how much time passed in that? Like, was it, like, a year? I'm not sure exactly how much time, I'd have to do the math, but, um, but, like, now, right now, once these three become apprentices, we're gonna have nine apprentices, and I am trying, I'm just, like, I, I have known these, like, most of these cats, like, I have known them as warriors for so long, mm-hmm. so bear with me <laughs> as I try to, I, I'm just, you know, typing, taking notes, and I'm writing in their warrior <clears throat> names just, like, on autopilot, and I'm like, oh, crap, no, paw, 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 so I'm uh, doing my best here, bear with me. So, yeah, Holly, of course, she's going to come back and tell them what being an apprentice is like. Of course. Mm -hmm. 
we still live in the same house. We're just going to be in different rooms. Well, Holly Kit dips her head to their mother. Goodbye, Fern Cloud. Ice Kit and Fox Kit scramble out of the nest. Bye, Holly Kit, Ice Kit says, reaching to press her muzzle against Holly Kit's cheek. Holly Kit tells her goodbye, then licks Fox Kit between the ears. Don't get into trouble, she tells them. With a twinge of sadness, Holly Kit squeezes out of the nursery. Squirrel Flight calls out a greeting. She's sitting outside the warrior den with Brambleclaw. Holly Kit trots over to greet them. Today's her big day, Brambleclaw purrs loudly, and he touches his daughter's head with his muzzle. It sure is, Holly Kit agrees. See, this is what happens. They become a father and I have to forgive all their sins. As long as he's a good dad. But yeah, I mean, hey. I mean, so far, we, all we've seen him do, like, we watched him, like, reprimand them when they almost killed their brother and almost got killed themselves. Yeah. Which is, like, and he also, I, I yeah. also thought was he, like, let his wife kind of go at them, which. Yeah. With the, with the father-in-law's permission, you know. Um, yeah. Which, you know, he was deferring to the people who, technically, he probably could have gone in as the. Uh, deputy, but the deputy he's like, dad. He's like uh, <laughs> DD deputy dad. Deputy dad. Um. Well, I mean, we'll see. We have plenty of childhood to get through still. Yes. Well, Holly Kit tries not to think about how close her and her little her and her littermates had gotten to ruining this chance. <laughs> Cloudtail returns with the Dawn Patrol, followed by his apprentice Cinderpaw, and Stormfur with Prey. And he reports that everything is clear. And hey, we didn't force little Cinderpaw into a medicine cat role, so that's good. Right? But like, well, um, uh, I guess. No, I guess the it's whole like point of the because they're like the whole point was like Actually, well, she yeah. had a chance because she was oh yeah disabled. Okay, yeah, that is you're correct. That is dumb. That is the whole problem with it, ain't it? Yep. No, the whole <sighs> problem is there's so many Thanks. cats that become medicine cats because. Literally, this would be a cool choice if both of them were interested in the position because we've never really had more than one person vying for this. Right? It's either one person is like, yes, I want to be a medicine cat or nobody wants this. Yeah. And we have to force somebody into into the position. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that is kind of like... It's honestly a plot point that gets kind of old because they're like, hey, stop like forcing people to be celibate doctors just because like they, ah, it's just lame. So I, yeah, it's fine. Cloudtail's back. Everything's clear. Um, But WindClan and ShadowClan are keeping their boundary markers fresh. Holly Kit notices her mom's ears prick warily. Cloudtail doesn't think it's a sign of aggression, but they never used to be so thorough with their border marking. <laughs> yeah. Sleeping in a bunch of lake water. <laughs> they could also be rubbing up on all those trees with their little cat cheeks. Not the way they're talking I about mean, it. <laughs> That's fair. I, I just imagine them well, Ash- peeing and running. Like <laughs> it's nasty, but this is like a, this is a plot point. The Aaron's did this. Ashford slides out of the warrior's den and asks if they should be stepping up patrols. 
So Ashford yeah, goes up to Brambleclaw and Cloudtail. Squirrelflight follows, leaving Hollykit alone. So she's just going to listen. It's been here Bramble for like three chapters, and I feel like, yes, there's potential for issues afoot. Oh, yeah? With uh, with the clans? Well, just literally the last time we had uh, Firestar showing weakness, and we like oh, just yeah. got over... So we A dude showed up dead on our land. No, yeah. no I mean, explanation. That was, like, that was like a year ago, nearly. And then... And then also... Like, when Clan still kind of, like, just only recently got over hating us. Like, yeah. I don't know. We don't have a lot of friends right now. That's true. Well, Brambleclaw decides that they can ignore it for now. Ashfur asks, isn't that a decision for Firestar to make? Brambleclaw looks to him sharply. But there's no disrespect in Ashfur's eyes, only concern. Interesting. Brambleclaw nods. Who are I you? wonder why. I remember you, Asher. <laughs> well, Brambleclaw nods. He'll speak to Firestar about it, but adds that there's no point overreacting if Shadow Clan and Wind Clan are trying to provoke them. So you know, it's like we're not going to give in to these guys. Lion Kit joins Holly Kit and asks, "What's going on?" Holly Kit explains, and the idea of Shadow Clan and Wind Clan pressing on their borders worries her. But if she's going to be a medicine cat, she needs to learn not to be so bothered by warriors' concerns. She needs to concentrate on the needs of her clanmates. So she's like, ooh, like it's her instinct to like feel concerned about that. But, you know, that's not going to be her job if mm-hmm. all goes according to plan. Firestar leaps down from the tumble of rocks that led to his den and Sandstorm follows him. Hollykit's heart flips as he calls for his clanmates to gather. Let all cats old enough to catch their own prey gather beneath the high ledge. Hey, that's the word. It is time. Say. Those are the words that we say. It is time to fulfill a promise that he made to three of their kits. Hollykit glances to her brothers. This is it. The moment they begin serving their clan. No. Do you, um, before we get to this ceremony, would you like to hit me with a cat fact? I would love to. Welcome back to Meme Cats. This our uh, little mini series for cat facts. I feel like what we need, do like... you meme? <laughs> nope, that's that's copyrighted. Um, oh, crap. <laughs> I wish we had like a little song we could play some uncopyrighted music. Boop, 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 boop. Um, me 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 me. Wait, know, like okay, the oh, song, okay, wait, cut it off meme. before we get. I feel like I don't know. Is the tone? Is the tone? Anyway, oh, is um, that that can't be. This is a parody. Yeah, it's, so, <laughs> it's last protected. time we covered Neon Cat, uh, which originated around 2011, and you know. Perhaps it's me looking back at that time through rose-tinted shutter shades as I was a tween to teen in 2007 through 2012. Well, like, the mental health wasn't great because we didn't know what was wrong with us. But, like, we didn't have bills to pay, so that was pretty nice. Like, Adele's uh, Rolling in the Deep, like, was on the radio, so... 
Uh, and like, wasn't that a great time to be alive? Right. Like people wearing shutter shades. Yeah. Which was hilarious. Oh. Yeah. Why? Anyways. <laughs> but this time period was like a renaissance period for cat memes. And maybe oh, that is yes. just me, but... One uh, prevalent category of memes that thrived during this period were advice animals. Um, advice animals uh, are image macros, a.k.a. basically just a picture with the text on top. That's what that is. Yep. Um, <laughs> that have some sort of mascot that it could be like a, an animal photo or like a character um, with text on the top, usually serving as like the setup and the text again on the bottom. That's the punchline. So that's that's what a meme was. You guys, if you, um, you know, before we did surgery on grape, which is already like a really old meme, like that's that's what <laughs> memes were. <laughs> um I was yeah. That's what I said. That was just what memes were. Yeah, yeah that was it. It was just so, text on a picture. That was a meme. Yeah. Uh, for context, this meme format actually originated from a Mario Brothers fan forum of all places, um, with the original advice animal being Advice Dog, um, a golden retriever puppy named Boba Fett with a, a rainbow pinwheel <sighs> background inspired by Katamari Damacy, um, which is why these macros uh, have that format. They all have that like. Uh, like the, the the little way that this is set up is from that original image. Um, uh, like the yeah. text for the advice dog was actually usually like really bad advice. Um, warning, uh, kind of like the warning I gave before. If you, I, I tried not to directly link to anything like egregious, but take care if you dive deeper into these memes. Um, like I don't condone uh, a lot of the quote unquote jokes made or language used yeah. on them, but like these were. This was a time this um, thing, on the internet. You take um, it and you could do whatever you wanted with it. Yeah, I mean, people still are like that on the internet, but like now, I oh, feel people's definitely. like actual like uh, like it, people's like actual like selves are tied a lot more closely. You can you can't post yeah, yourself like saying racist things on TikTok anonymous. and people will see your face yeah. versus you like yeah yeah so making racist memes on a 4chan board right and it's like we live in different times yeah um so anyway these memes were everywhere uh thanks to sites like a uh, meme generator where you could make your own uh courage wolf was a personal favorite of mine um and at this time uh lol cats funny cat macros with lol speak included uh were at the height of popularity so it is no big surprise that there were several cat advice animals which i'll be sharing three of today oh this what a treat first we have anxiety cat um, this is, uh, on a purple and yellow pinwheel background. It's a crop photo of just a black cat's face. Uh, the green eyes are wide open and the pupils are pinpricks. The ears are pinned back and the overall expression reads as a uh, very anxious indeed. Um, I have, I have a couple of examples for you, Maureen, so you know what I'm talking about. Thank you. Um, so these are two anxiety cat memes. As you can see, this one says, uh, <gasps> teacher mispronounces your name, <laughs> new name, uh, normal day at work. <laughs> Hope I don't get fired. <laughs> that's that's anxiety. Cat. Relatable. Yeah. Is this Ravenpaw? 
I can't see his chest, but I'm sure well, there's a little white patch on it. The the meme uh, circulated around 2011, but the image of the cat is actually a cropped photo of a, of a previously circulated meme format known as uh, demotivational posters. Um, <laughs> and that actually, that the image itself originates from 2007. Um, the uncropped image wow. only adds like a simple home interior background, so there's not much further context. But if I had to guess, um, like the cat's overall concerned uh faces because it probably got too close to the camera flashing, you know, just kind of based on the lighting. Yeah. Um, uh, ho- however, Back when cameras flashed. However, the folks at knowyourmeme.com are still researching this specific, like, original image, so it's very possible we could maybe identify this cat someday. Um, that is such a noble task. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, All right, well, we'll need an update if they do. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, for our next advice cat, we do know the identity. Um, and that is Business Cat. Uh, this macro has a rainbow pinwheel background with a black cat at the forefront with lovely yellow eyes and a dapper blue and yellow striped tie and a shirt collar on. And, and he's quite the businessman. Um, here's two examples of those. Oop, okay, one of these is not what I thought I was sending, but, uh, so this one says, <gasps> I'm sending this a sharp man. Yeah. It says, I'm sending us on a team ret- retreat. See you at the top of the fridge. Um, Oh, a businessman. And I, I did not, I accidentally did not save a JPEG. Um, but this one says, I need all the ideas on the table so I can knock them onto the floor. <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah. Um, and here, Maureen, is the uncropped image um, where you can see that this black cat is uh, all dressed up for Christmas as he sits on the back of a couch in an apartment with festive oh, lights strung up. Um, he's in his Sunday best. Well, uh, he, this fel- fancy fellow is actually named Emilio. Um, oh, hey, Emilio. He is owned by Jackie and Dan Vecito, uh, who are uh, two. They're actually uh, they're boyfriend and girlfriend at this time, but they're married now. And they actually run uh, a game development team under the name Holy Wow Studios. Um, oh. And uh, Jackie is the one that snapped the iconic photo of him modeling his it was his Christmas present. Um Oh. And uh, posted it on January 1st of 2011. And less than a week later, it had evolved into the memes. Like, that photo was posted and then it became Beautiful. a meme. Um, and from looking through, like, their posts um, on their, like, public uh, websites, and uh, because uh, Jackie is an artist and um, uh, uh, Dan is mm-hmm. a developer, um, I... Yeah, discovered that Emilio sadly passed away last year in June 2023 due to a heart issue at age 13. Um, But he seemed to have lived a very long and lovely life. Um, I have his memorial written up by Jackie uh, linked, but he was quite the character. He has a brother named Samson, who's another black cat. um, I see him in the photo. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he's the one kind of, you don't really see him, but he's a little curled over. Yeah, he he didn't get the spotlight. He didn't didn't become the meme, because this other guy's been memorialized. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, uh, Emilio was rescued in 2010. Um, he liked to drink uh, ice water, a.k.a. his bowl had to have ice cubes in it. Um, and Oh, my goodness. And he would try to sneak beers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, so you had to watch your beer because he would drink it. Um, and apparently was super vocal, um, and was often heard during video calls. And apparently like in some of the interviews and like podcasts they did promoting their latest like game release, uh, you can hear him in the background, just oh, literally catalog. <laughs> um, you I'm know, sure just trying to sing praises <laughs> of the release. Yeah. And so He's I- a businessman. He's a marketer. Yeah, so I'm I'm really sad to hear about Emilio's passing, um, but I'm so happy, yeah. as you said, he is mem- memorialized, um, and, you know, he is saved in that and the art made by his parents. And oh, beautiful. Uh, uh, our final advice cat is a true 2010s relic, hipster cat. Oh. I, I, I like, realized, like, do I have to just define what a hipster is? Um... A hipster... If you know, you know. Well, that's the whole thing. Hipsters, basically, they know everything that's cool before you do. But there was a specific type of hipster at this time. Um, there was, like, a <laughs> uniform the hipsters wore, which was funny because, like, they were different than everyone else, but, like, they weren't. Um, so, <laughs> But they were all the same at being different. Right. So, but this image, uh, this macro, it shows a reddish-brown tabby with some horn-rim glasses and a purple hoodie. Um, with, with some ear holes, thankfully. And since hipsters are different than everyone else, rather than like the pinwheel, they just have like a single diagonal slash going through with one half being white and the other half yellow, of course. Uh. And, um, sometimes, uh, not in the examples I have, but sometimes the font would, they would amp it up by making the font instead of like the impact font that most of these memes use, they would use like Helvetica or like some other, Uh. um, ones and then here that are was the, so in back then yeah so these are the two examples Helvetica, i found and all the rage you might notice these are a little bit different but these examples read um i knew about rebecca black on tuesday which is so funny um <laughs> that's very good and then did you hear the one about the hipster didn't think so um uh, oh my goodness god this and brings me so viscerally back <laughs> The origin I can have the image. <laughs> the origin God. for this image is actually not like a, a photo of someone's pet, but this is actually a collage piece by artist Craig Wheat. And and here well, you thanks, go, Marine. Craig. Here's the full image, and um, it's just basically uh, as you can see, it is a oh. mixed media piece with a cat wearing a purple hoodie um, and some horn room glasses. Um, so beautiful. Wheat uploaded this piece in 2009 via Flickr. Um, he was going through, like, a series of cat images with, like, clothing overlaid that he was collaging with, like, spray paint and, um, like, different mixed media. And um, the image was taken and then memefied through several different internet platforms. And in 2010, when we discovered um, this, as he stated on his now-defunct Tumblr, quote... The internet ate a piece of my art and turned it into an ever-collaborating beast, unquote. So the artist fully embraced the transformation as, you know, really, that's that's sort of what his work was in the first place. You know, it was collage of yeah. several different mediums. Yeah. And, you know, he was like, ah, cool. <laughs> um, We're just continuing this collage. Yeah, which I think is um, the way to go about it. And 
Uh, on the yeah. on Flickr, it was titled Hoodie, but then on his Tumblr, which we only have like a screen grab now because it just doesn't exist. It's, uh, but on on his Tumblr, like 2010, um, uh, it was he, he the piece was called Allison. So, oh yeah, and so, she's beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, those were three cat memes or three meme formats. One format, three different derivatives. Um, but yeah, those are some advice animals, advice cats. Amazing. So All right, fun. you ready for a ceremony? <sighs> yes, I'm nervous. Our our babies are becoming ch- children. They're teens. <laughs> They're, because they're getting their first <laughs> yes. job at Dairy Queen. Squirrel Flight and Brambleclaw hurry over to them. Squirrel Flight smooths the fur between Lion Kit's ears and Brambleclaw asks if they're ready. His eyes shining. Totally, Holly Kit says, which I just find hilarious that she literally said, totally. <laughs> Radical. Also look. Rad, man. Well, good, Brambleclaw Bloody. says, and he goes to take a Bloody. seat by Birchfall. Oh, hey, bud. Do you want to go? He doesn't want to be in the in the podcast closet anymore. He walked in here and laid behind me and then started yelling. Ah, so Brambleclaw takes a seat beside Birchfall and Holly wonders if that means Birchfall would be her mentor. Like, could that be? Is that symbol? Like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> I need to I need to overanalyze everything immediately. Yep. <laughs> Squirrelflight licks J Kit's cheek and wishes all of them good luck before she went to join their father. The clan gathers and gazes at Firestar. And for the first time this morning, Holly Kit's excitement feels closer to anxiety. Mm-hmm. The expectations of Brambleclaw and Squirrelflight of Firestar, of the whole clan, presses down on her shoulders. Oh no, taxes. Ah. She feels a soft muzzle nudge her. Leafpool ushers her towards the circle. Hollykit searches her eyes, but finds no clues as to what would come next. Leafpool just encouraged her forward with a gentle blink. Hollykit pushes between Ferncloud and Daisy, Lion Kit and Jaykit squirming into place beside her. Daisy feels Holly Kit tremble against her and looks down at her fondly, running a soothing tail over her back. Firestar starts that he's gathered them all here for one of his favorite duties. <laughs> Holly Kit, Lion Kit, and Jaykit have reached their sixth. He moon. would say that. That's such a. Yeah. Like. I know we joke about how, like, leaders are the dads, but, like, Firestar really is the dad of dads. Like, he really, like, what a dad. Like, even when he was, like, a, like, a, a, a an apprentice, he was, he, he was, like, Ravenpaw's dad, and Ravenpaw's, like, older than him. <laughs> right. Well, Firestar says with amusement that they've had an adventurous kithood. <laughs> but he hopes they've learned some valuable lessons. It's like he, he can't say anything that more than ready. that because, like, right? Uh, who who would come out of the woodwork? Um, uh, Dustpel, Dustpel, Mousefur, Mousefur. Yeah. 
sandstorm. She just goes punches him off the cliff. Um, <laughs> and that's how so I he met believes your they're ready. Your grandmother. <laughs> well, he believes they're ready for their apprenticeships, and the clan meows in approval. Lion Kit is called up first. Firestar asks Star Clan to watch over and guide him until he finds in his paws the strength and the courage of a warrior. Lionpaw's eyes sparkle. Who do you think is going to be Lionpaw's mentor? I feel like it's going to be Ashford just for the drama. Also, I like how that we start with Lion Kit because, of course, like that's the one no one has any questions about. Firestar calls Ashfur up. Whoa! You did it! You did it! Which, like, hey, Firestar, don't you kind of know the drama here? Like, I... He probably doesn't. Are you told kidding you. me? You think Squirrel Flight His would wife ever tell him? His wife could have weighed in. Oh, right. His wife knew. Yeah, Sandstorm was like, um, Squirrel Flight, can you keep your boys in check? And yeah. we were all like, hey, Sandstorm? Hey, Sandstorm? <laughs> Hey, Sandstorm, gross. <laughs> but you could have stepped in here, girl. I feel like... I feel like Sandstorm did tell him. And he was like, I know how to fix that. <laughs> He's like, I know how to make them friends. This. <laughs> this is a great idea. Let's give him their child. But like... But like... Maybe he's over it. Maybe Ashfur is like totally over it. I, I we, don't we don't know. know. It's been it's been a while. It's been quite a few moons. I don't know. Was there? I feel like was there? I don't know. I was I. I feel like there are other things that happened with Ash Ashfur that made my the vibes. A little. I mean, he did not take the breakup well, but it, you know, we didn't really like get to go. He like he did the nice it, guy it barely thing. a breakup, which is like yeah he he yeah. I don't really want. Nobody I want. I don't that. want our child to be raised by an incel. I'm sorry. Um. Oh uh, no, not Lion Kit. He'll take his himbo energy and make it into and misogyny. Well, Ashfur's eyes brighten, and the excitement shows in the small twitch of his tail as he steps forward. So he no. se- he seems eager. Ashfur will try, of course. And I mean, I don't actually. I don't think. I don't think he'll be a bad. Um, okay. No, I really don't think. I think he'll be so yeah. eager to prove himself. It'll be like too much. There you go. <laughs> like, it, I don't think he'll like you know run him ragged, but he'll just be like, I'm gonna do so perfectly that that there's no way they can criticize me. And then, it, like you know, I feel like that is in character with him. Well, he mentored Birchfall, who has become a credit to his clan. Now ThunderClan asks him to prove himself one more, once more as a great mentor. He trusts that Ashfur will pass on all that he's learned to help Lionpaw become a warrior that the clan can be proud of. Ashfur promises that he won't let ThunderClan down. Lionpaw hurries forward to touch noses with his new mentor. What color is Ashfur? <gasps> Gray. Oh. I don't. Why? I don't know why I wouldn't have known that. It's in the name. Oh. It, Ash, yeah. It's like literally pick a name that more describes what color the cat is. Right. Oh, t- do you mean blonde guy? <laughs> there. <laughs> he's, he's got blue eyes. 
if okay. that um, helps. <laughs> no, I, I, I just, I don't know why I just, I couldn't remember what color he was, even though it's literally his name. Yeah, that's okay. I'm it's, nervous. Let's just end what? the episode. I'm scared. Holly Kit is called next. And Firestar calls Leafpool forward. Yes, Hollypaw thinks she's going to be a medicine apprentice. So Firestar says he knows he's putting Hollypaw in safe paws with Leafpool. And he prays that StarClan gives her apprentice all the strength and wisdom she'll need. And Leafpool promises to teach her everything she knows. She touches Hollypaw's muzzle with hers, but doesn't meet her eyes. Instead, she looks past her, expression clouded. And Hollypaw turns to see that she's staring at Squirrel Flight. What? Are you guys having a twin thing right now? In the middle of, of this gathering? J-Kit marches into the clearing and stands in front of Firestar. What about me? Whoa, he demands. whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, do they think... Sure. Does, huh? Do they think he's just not going to have a job? <laughs> well, surely he can't become an apprentice, Whitewing whispers. Longtail moved to the Elder's Den when he went blind, Thornclaw said, as if agreeing that blind cats couldn't be warriors. Okay, all right, everyone. Spider... Spider-like says that he wouldn't be safe in the forest. Poor mite, breathed Sorreltail. Hollypaw's pelt bristles... Why shouldn't her brother be given a chance, just like any other cat? I'm gonna he wants to be an apprentice like Lionpaw and Hollypaw, Jake spat Is defiantly. this why you graced me last time, that he might be a brat? Yeah, he's a little bit of a brat. I'm gonna be honest. It's fair. This is a fair reaction. No, it, he probably could have waited no, like it a is. minute. He probably could have waited... But Give me 10 minutes and you'll be a little closer to Brat. Uh-oh. <laughs> of course he does, Firestar agrees. And his mentor will be Brightheart. Oh. Oh. Brightheart? Oh. And now we're in J-Kit's mind. So we're switching perspectives. Wait, why did you say 10 minutes? That was a minute. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know how much it would take you. <laughs> what, did you think I was just going to yell for ten minutes? And no. No, I'm sorry. I, I I, he hasn't done anything bratty yet, but I can see where this is going. He's about to be very yep. ableist. Yeah. Which I feel like maybe... <sighs> I mean, he's really, you know, he is young. He is frustrated. Um, but you know, Brightheart is another cat who was told you will never be a warrior. Yeah. And you know what? She's a warrior. I want to know, has there been any like good, like examinations of this, like by like a blind or disabled person? Like kind of how we had when uh, you found that, like, I mean, I couldn't read it. Oh, I can, I can take a look. But it's like, we I'll, do, we I'll, have I'll had like around, native but... uh, readers like speak. Um, or indigenous readers yeah. speak on, um, you know, the representation of uh, 
drive washing rushing water. I'm just I'm curious because it's like I'm I feel like this story it, I can understand like the story of I don't want to be necessarily like oh just because I'm disabled doesn't mean I have to have the mentor who has a, a physical disability. Like I could see where that could be a storyline that could be okay. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's you know he's young right now. Like I said, you know, he's young. He's frustrated. Yeah. Um. So you know, we forgive him for these transgressions because he is growing as a person right now. And and honestly, he's been. I mean, just look how everyone just reacted. Rather than rather yeah. than what a per, what what a warriors would usually do if you interrupted a ceremony, which is like this brat. They literally were like, oh. <laughs> the boy thinks that oh, he's going poor to be guy. a warrior. Like, oh, like how can yeah. he, I really like right now? I, I, one, I don't forgive whatever he's about to say about Brightheart because um, that's my girl. But right, I she's do, a great girl. Like, it sucks that he's going to take it out on her, but also maybe it's she's the best person to be like, hey, yeah, and yeah, I've been undressed too. Yep. I thought my husband yeah. was going to leave me. Um, right? You don't understand that Jay, yet. Let's go. <laughs> Jake Jay, like, yeah, I don't know what this means, but okay. All right. So, Brightheart. He doesn't say this out loud. I will. He doesn't say this out loud. So. You think there, he'd be like, oh go. my God, I have a mentor. Right. But Jake feels a rush of anger so strong, it almost knocks him off his paws. Why had Firestar chosen one-eyed Brightheart when there were plenty of other warriors to choose from? As if Jaket couldn't guess. Jaket digs his claws into the ground. He has a point. It's kind of like... Oh, God, it's kind of like... Lump all the disabled cats together and... But, I mean, but like we said, Brightheart was another warrior who was told she wouldn't be a warrior. Right. You know? And she overcame that. So, like, who who else to... It's not so much teaching the skills of, like, fighting and stuff. It's, like, Resilience the mental and, fortitude. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, this is how people are going to treat you, and I've been treated like this. But, of so, course, he can't see that right you know. now. All he can see is that he's no. being... He's, he no. feels like he's looking down upon. It's it's funny. He His, his uh, emotions... It's, like... <laughs> this is so teenager-specific, but it's, like... When you have those emotional roller coasters that you don't even realize, you're like, I am so angry right now. And it's like, it doesn't even matter. It's like, yeah, I yeah, I was able to zip up my jacket, but then my pocket got stuck on the door handle. And I think I'm going to break the door <laughs> off its hinges. It's like, it doesn't matter. It, 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 and, and then your like, little sister walks past you and it's like, oh, I've got a punch. It's, it's funny. It's like, it's it just the displacement of anger. Yeah. So Jacob digs his claws into the ground, refusing to step forward to greet his mentor. And he ignores Brightheart's embarrassment. But he feels it like holly leaves pricking his pelt. But to be fair, did they like did they like know he sees that she's in, or that he like feels her in front of him? Like <laughs> he ignores the encouraging muse from the other apprentices. And he ignores Spiderleg's angry hush to quiet them. 
Then he feels a muzzle gently but firmly pushing him forward. Leafpool's voice is in his ear. Go on. Do not make Jake me suplex you into the cliff. <gasps> She's like, you were going to be my apprentice. And then your sister wanted to. So I took her. This is what you get. Be happy. I I just imagine, though, if he if if it had been Leafpool, he probably would have reacted. Just the even same. worse. No, I think he would have marched out of camp. <laughs> Yeah. Especially because it would have meant that Holly Paw wouldn't be able to do what she wanted. Like, oh, yeah, that, that would have been And he really didn't sucky. know. He didn't know yeah. that that's what she wanted. He probably, they would have run away. Yep. And that would have been a whole thing. Well, Jake grits his teeth and goes to Brightheart and Firestar. Brightheart says she knows it must be hard for him but she promises to teach him how to protect his clan, even without sight. She pitied him. He hears it in her voice, and he feels the anger bubble up and pound in his ears. Why bother if she thinks he's so useless? Jake hisses. Why don't they just send him off to the elder's den with Longtail? Brightheart stiffened. No cat said he's useless. And Longtail won't thank him for being rude about him. She steps. All right, Brightheart, get him. Oh, she, yeah, she's not going to take this. I know she, oh, good. I mean. Yeah. I just love how she's like, you can say, she's like, listen, listen, listen. Don't insult Longtail. Oh, yeah. Well, she steps back and lifts her chin. She's asked Longtail to help with some of his training. Oh, great, Jacob thinks. Let's lump all the useless cats together and hope a tree falls on them. I mean... Because it's it's a direct Jacob quote. That's... It's funny, but it's a little pointy, because that did happen to a guy. (laughs) Rip Mudclaw. (laughs) Firestar steps between them and tells Jacob from this day on he'll be J-Paw. J-Paw claws the ground as the apprentices cheer for him. And he thinks they don't have to try so hard. They're only doing it because they feel sorry oh for him. Oh, God. Okay. Ooh, I, bro, I'm I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, but every sentence, you, mm, this mentality is going to get old. Oh, my yes, God. It, you it, are, and this you is, this are is your why... father's son. <laughs> you, you really think everyone just has the worst intentions. Actually, yeah. Except, except unless they're like decidedly like no, like historically evil. <laughs> Who's gonna? Oh God! This is why Spotted Leaf showed up. That's his historically oh. evil <laughs> ghost. Oh no! Well, yeah. So, so you can see why. Maybe at first, I as and as a child, I wasn't as much of a fan. Oh, I um. can imagine reading this as a teen and being like. <laughs> This guy sucks. It's like you do develop more empathy as you get older. As, you know, I think yeah. that's one of the benefits of reading widely is you learn about other people and you learn. So I think having yep. exposure to these kind of, I th- I've said it before, I think it's good when you don't necessarily like the main character because it learns to, you know, yeah. expand your empathy. Um, and it's it's a test or, you know. 
if not empathy, sympathy. Um, <laughs> and no, it's it's. I I like it a bit more than the writing right now. I like it a lot more than what we got with. Um, sorry, there's like too many names in my head now that I'm actually just going through a Rolodex. Um, That's fair. You can describe the cat to me. No, I'll tell uh, you Bra- who it Claw. Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay. But, uh, my brain was getting stuck on Broken, and I was like, "That's not his name." But Broken Claw is a sick name. <laughs> um. Uh. But. I like For a it. sad name. That's what he went to the elders' den with. Because he broke a claw. <laughs> it's like, Paul, get out of the elders' den. You're totally fine. <laughs> um, but uh, I like it a bit more than, like, what kind of... Like, Brambleclaw was a challenging POV character to be in. Um, mm-hmm. But what was challenging about it is his motivations didn't make any sense. His perspective never made any sense versus Jay, Jay Paw. He, I could understand. Maybe you're like, ah, what the heck? Like, you know, and then rereading it, you might have a different perspective. I could understand that. Uh, Yeah. Like right now with like the context I have, I'm like, I understand why he's feeling as well. Yes. Maybe if this continues on and we have no character growth or we have some character growth reversal, which we have had, um, I'll get a little (laughs) more frustrated. Like, if this continues on throughout this entire process, mm, then I'll be a little angry. But... I think think we're even going to make a little... We're going to grow a little in this next chapter. Like, you know, I think... (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) J-Paw has a lot of growing to do. Um... Uh, I just think when you said that, I just imagined, um, uh, oh, what is her name? Our mentor. Oh, Brightheart. I just imagined Brightheart just suplexing him. She's like, all right, time to be a warrior. Cracks his skull. All right. Let's go, kid. Um, but you only fell off a cliff last week. Now you're in the ring. <laughs> With me. Um, who was Brightheart's sister again? Cinder Pelt. I just thought about how weird yeah. that is. Yeah. Uh, this will be, this is Bright. This is Brightheart's first apprentice, too. I mean, she's not that old. She's a bit older, but. No. It makes sense that she didn't have an apprentice because she did kind of have to. I imagine she had a, like, a long recovery time. And then also, then the entire forest burnt down. So there was like a lot, there was a lot happening. Yeah, yeah. And we only recently just like had an influx of apprentices. It, it makes sense. It's, it's kind of like the baby boomer. Oh my God, but these are the boomers. Yeah, yeah these are the boomers. Oh my God. And now like the current series like is like on Gen Alpha now, <laughs> at least. <laughs> I hope. Brightheart, Firestar says. She's never let what happened to her prevent her from being a fine warrior. And he can think of no better cat to teach J-Paw how to best serve his clan. Brightheart vows to teach him all she's learned. Big deal, J-Paw thinks. Firestar's like begging him to let him explain his reasoning. He's like, oh, my, my beautiful, terrible little grandson. I see so much fire in you. Oh. Just like your, just like my daughter. 
Which one? That eh, depends. Which one was running away this week? <laughs> <laughs> so reluctantly, J-Paw touches his muzzle to Brightheart's. His whiskers touch the side of her face that had been scarred by the dogs. It feels strange to sense the space where other cats had fur and flesh. He suppresses she still a shudder. Has flesh. <laughs> I mean, I guess a little less flesh yeah, than others. Yeah, it's like others. scar tissue. Yeah. It's like she's not a ghoul. So it's like, yeah, dude. The whole clan raises their voice to cheer the new apprentices' names. Not me, J-Paw thinks bitterly. There's not a cat here who thinks he'll become a great warrior. As they're like, it's like, his but <laughs> it's not. It's Fire not like Star a victim says, mentality. What is this? I, I don't. It's just a, a pessimistic view of everybody around him. I think. When and I mean, to book, be fair, when was this we book we published again. Um. 2007. Okay, they were trying to appeal to the emo girls. They're like, we got them last time with Crowfeather. We gotta, we gotta keep it up. We need an angsty boy. <laughs> we need a new angsty boy. Well, Firestar says ThunderClan is lucky to have so many apprentices. Because, yeah, they've got nine now. They've got nine when last series we had, like, two. Or, we had four, but one of them was a doctor apprentice. And the other one ran away. I mean, one is a doctor so. apprentice now. Well, yes, yes. That's that is that is very true. But um, uh, compare we have we have m multiplied the apprentices by m many, many, many. So this is going to be it's fun to have this group of kids growing together. Yeah. It's uh, it's really fun. It's it's one of my favorite parts. I think about this series. Yeah. Is just all the all the kids that we get to see grow together. That's fun. Well, Firestar hopes that they'll train hard and serve their clan well. Lionpaw says they will. Hollypaw asks when they can start training. Firestar says it's up to their mentors. Ashfur tells Lionpaw that they'll find him a nest in the apprentice den. Then he'll show him the forest. Hollypaw's paws patter the ground around Leafpool. She asks if they can go with Ashfur and Lionpaw to see the territory. Leafpool says that's a nice idea, but she needs to show her the best herb-gathering places, while Ashfur will want to show Lionpaw the boundary markers and the best places for hunting. Oh, Hollypaw sounds disappointed. Leafpool suggests that they first look at the herb store so she can get to know the leaves they'll be looking for. Okay, Hollypaw says, sounding more cheerful. Just bounces right back. Well, I mean, these kids have never been apart before. You know, it's yeah. they're they're leaving the nursery. They, you know, they're they're used to you know spending their days. No, I know. Together. It's, just, it's, like, it's very Holly. It's very Hollypaw to be like. No, it's very good. Oh. oh. Yeah, like oh, the things I want to do. Right. Right. As Lionpaw and Hollypaw padded after their mentors, J-Paw sat down crossly. He wonders why they get real mentors. Bro? You talking about our girl? She's like, am I a ghost? <laughs> he feels Brightheart's tail touch his shoulder. 
She tells him to come with her. J-Paw follows sullenly. <gasps> Excuse me. Brightheart is talking, but J-Paw isn't listening. Okay. He hears Lionpaw hurrying after Ashfur out of camp, and he smells Hollypaw beyond the medicine den entrance. At least he's not a medicine apprentice, J-Paw thinks. And he feels a flicker of gratitude that Hollypaw had taken that role. Because I think he, he thought he was going to be shoehorned into that. Yeah, I mean, it's fair. So, I'm, I'm yeah. actually still a little bit surprised. J-Paw keeps scanning the camp with the sureness he had possessed since his very first memory. He knows Daisy is circling her nest for a nap, and that Mousefur is guiding Longtail back to the Elder's Den. And he senses Mousefur's longing to be out in the forest. She wants to hunt, but her movement is stiff with age. While Longtail beside her had the limbs as strong as any warrior. And J-Paw thinks that it's unfair that Longtail should be in the Elder's Den. He's not even that old yet. What? Bro, you're just being so mean to him. I know. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, he, I think he picks up on how the clan has treated Longtail, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, you can't see anymore. You're an elder now. And he's like, well, that's unfair because he's young. He's strong. No, oh, I know. Yeah. J-Paw senses a darkness sweep over the camp. Claws scrape outside Firestar's den. It's not Firestar up there, though. It's Brambleclaw. His father sits up there often, a dutiful deputy watching over his clan. But J-Paw senses something cold and uncomfortable, a murky fog in his father's mind. Suspicion. Brambleclaw isn't watching over them. He's searching for the cat he fears might betray him. I'm, I'm, J-Paw shivers. I'm sorry. Now, the first episode we were in on this book, I was like, this kid doesn't have... Uh, we figured out, oh, he, does, or he doesn't have superpowers. It's actually just his, his senses being heightened because he's blind. Uh, I'm starting to think... That this kid might have a couple more abilities that might not just be, like, the heightened senses trope, which I don't even know if that's, like, real. I don't think it is. Um, uh, no, no I, think, I think it's fair to say that he'd be more attuned to other things without his sight. The emotion of his father? Okay, no, okay, 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 no, not that is, part. Is, yeah. is, is Brambleclaw grumbling out loud, the one who will betray me, <laughs> like? No, no, um, this, this, I, I, you know what, Brenna, I'll give this one to you. This one might be a superpower. Okay, I'm just, I'm suddenly, I'm like, uh, like the mouse for part, I was like, oh, he's sensing like her, like this, her steps, like reading into her emotion that way. How, how are we picking up on dad's? weirdness i thought like oh maybe dad's like nervous because of ashford but now i'm like what wait 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 what yeah that might be that might be a, uh that might be a superpower one i'll yeah I'll, I'll throw you that one for free i mean it makes sense with like our mom and our aunt's weird uh psychic connection that i might have some weird psychic connection hmm and the prophecy that of course we heard in the prologue chapter I don't sets remember us what up it was. for 
oh right there will be three kin of your kin no they'll hold the power of the stars in their paws it's like literally the name of the series power of three yeah 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 (laughs) well j-paw shivers why would anyone betray brambleclaw he's a great deputy he's a great deputy He's Brightheart got a couple has skeletons jumped in, the in his closet. One specific one was discovered here not long ago. <laughs> Brightheart has jumped to her paws, waiting for J-Paw to answer something oh, that he definitely didn't hear. If we just sense the ghost of Tiger Claw, or even worse, Hawk Frost. Heaven forbid. Well, we've already had one creepy ghost haunting this boy. I mean, I was really hoping for, I was hoping for one ghost per, per, per kid, but maybe Jay Feather has, or Jay, Jay, Jay who? Maybe little boy, maybe little Jay Paw has to deal with all of them. Well, Jay Paw twitches his tail. Could he pretend that he was paying attention? But Brightheart had already guessed that he hadn't listened to a word. She snorts impatiently. They're going to go see Longtail, remember? J-Paw drags his paws as he follows her across the clearing. At the entrance to the Elder's Den, Brightheart announces their arrival and Longtail welcomes them in. J-Paw follows Brightheart in, keeping his head low. For once, he's uncertain. He'd never been in this den before. Which is kind of weird, because in all previous books, it seems like kits are always going to the elders yeah. to listen to stories and stuff. Maybe they stuff. just cannot like, contain these elders. They're always just wandering around. Like, Master's like, yeah, yeah, the kits used to come and see the elders. Not anymore. We're going to the kits. <laughs> yeah, it, it just seems like these kits who had, you know, just last week went and snuck out to see a fox would have, you know, explored every inch of camp that they could get their l- grubby little paws maybe, on. Maybe, maybe, maybe J-Paw avoided it in particular because he was always worried. I can understand he might be avoiding because of Longtail. That's true. Well, Longtail is alone. Mousefur must have gone out to hunt after all. Longtail congratulates J-Paw with a purr. He's been given a great mentor. Brightheart thanks him, her voice shy but proud. Longtail says Firestar set her quite a challenge for her first apprentice. (laughs) Just because he's blind doesn't mean J-Paw starts hotly. Oh, no. It's not because of that. It's because you're a brat. Yeah, Longtail was not referring to his blindness. He means J-Paw's attitude <laughs> so yeah that's exactly love, what he's i like. love that she's like we're gonna go see Longtail, and we're both basically have you ever seen drag race we're about to read you <laughs> we're about to open up the library kid this is about to be your worst nightmare i don't think you like i know that you've been like looked down upon but i don't think you've been bullied and i think it's time that you've <laughs> been bullied you know it's like <laughs> I'm gonna shove you in a not locker. For, not for being blind. No, that's fine. But you're kind of being a little tool. Yeah, it's like you do. It's like if you want to learn how to fight, cool. You better learn how to take a punch. Like, <laughs> there you go. Well, Brightheart gives J-Paw his orders. He's gonna clean out the moss and get rid of any dirty or dusty pieces. 
while Brightheart goes to fetch fresh moss, since J-Paw doesn't know yet where the best places to gather it is. Cleaning out bedding? J-Paw knows that this is a regular apprentice task, but Lionpaw was already out exploring the territory. So, yeah. But we always see this. We saw this with, like, uh... Gosh, was it Blue Star? You know, it's like sometimes your mentor, sometimes the mentors take their kids out and, you know, you're going traipsing through the territory. Sometimes the mentor's like, nah, you're going to learn, you know, we're going to get down and dirty and learn like the real way that we take care of the clan. Yeah. You know, (laughs) by taking care of our elders. Time to get every single tick. (laughs) Brightheart says after that he can check Longtail for fleas and ticks. Mouse fur too if she's back by then. While J-Paw is busy, Brightheart says Longtail can tell him about using other senses rather than sight. J-Paw wants to wail with frustration. He and Longtail were very different. Longtail had lost his sight after becoming a warrior. And blindness may be something devastating for a cat who had relied on sight for his whole life. But J-Paw has never seen the world with any senses apart from sound, scent, and touch. You could talk to him. Being blind. Well, being blind is natural to J-Paw. How could Longtail know what that was like? I mean, I think Longtail's been blind now longer than he had sight. Well, J-Paw thinks that he could probably give Longtail more advice on being blind than he could ever give to J-Paw. You are, you are a teen. Well, but I think I think this is a fair point, though, because it's like, well, this is how this is how he interprets the world. He's never known anything else. Yeah. Whereas Longtail has really had to make an adjustment. Yeah. And it's just kind of a, a different perspective. And I'm seeing that um, you were born a y- couple months ago and this guy's existed. And yes, he had a different thing. I think it's yeah. a good conversation. I think you guys should talk. I think it was a good thing that she brought him here. Yeah, I think I think it'd be good for, um, you know, long tail to. Pr- yes. And I think especially for like certain like maybe hunting and fighting skills that J-Paw hasn't yeah. like you know done yet yeah definitely but he's just like oh about using my other like i use my other senses is kind of what he's thinking mm-hmm. well brightheart suggests he get started and jay paw hears impatience in her mew and thinks that she'll be feeling more than impatience if he keeps if she keeps giving him rubbish tasks like this boy so he gets to work pawing through the bedding as brightheart headed out this apprenticeship is going to be dull. J-Paw hisses under his breath. It's been an hour. Mouse. Right. Mousefur comes in, pelts smelling like the forest. Her paw steps are uneven, and she breathes in sharply as she sat down. She points out that J-Paw had missed a spot. Longtail defends him. He's only just started. <laughs> Mousefur snorts. Does that mean he'll be scrambling all over them until... Does that mean he'll be scrambling all over the den until sun high? She was hoping for some sleep. <sighs> J-Paw... S- Mouse for don't J-Paw ever change. Sna- she could not... She like, Never. She, <laughs> it's like, oh, just when you think the reading is over. Just when you think you escape. And here comes Mouse for with a metal chair. Boom. Well, J-Paw snaps that it's not his fault she's stiff. 
Mousefur's the one who went out into the forest when it's damp. He feels Mousefur's gaze on him. How did he know she was stiff? J-Paw could tell when she sat down. She moved slowly and made that noise. What noise? A sort of gasp, like it hurt. Mousefur purrs in amusement. She sees Brightheart's gonna have her paws full with this one. <laughs> and J-Paw feels a glimmer of hope. Maybe everyone will stop underestimating him once they realize that it doesn't matter that he can't see. He's like, oh, look it. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Give him, People give him, like, recognize me for my skills. Awful, but prove him wrong, kid. Come on. J-Paw starts nosing through Longtail's fur as he talks about being blind. But it's all stuff J-Paw already knows. Brightheart comes in with fresh moss just as he's finishing. Brightheart is now going to show him the territory around camp. Finally, J-Paw thinks. Hollypaw and Lionpaw have been out for ages. Brightheart leads him out of camp and up the steep slope that led towards the lake. She explains that this is the trail that led to the top of the ridge. It's steep. J-Paw just says, okay. He doesn't tell her that he could already feel the slope beneath his paws. Watch out, Brightheart calls to him. But J-Paw had already smelled the bark ahead of him and swerved just in time to avoid the tree. Brightheart leads him around the crest and tells him to follow her scent. J-Paw is beginning to feel out of breath. It's like, these kids are never, or they're supposed to have never left camp before today. So, everybody, everybody gets so tired their first day out. Brightheart tells him they're out of the trees by now, so he doesn't have to worry about bumping into anything. But J-Paw already knew that they had left the cover of the forest. Brightheart tells him to stop here, but J-Paw already had stopped when he felt the land drop steeply away from his paw tips. At least this one time. Uh, right, yeah. I mean, I guess he's not running. He's flooded with so many scents. Distant, strange scents that he couldn't name. And he hears the water and knows that they're standing overlooking the forest and the lake. Brightheart is explaining where they are. River Clan has across the water, and over there where the sun sets his Shadow Clan territory. And if J-Paul looks back towards where the sun rises, he'll be able to see... And Brightheart breaks off abruptly. And for the first time, J-Paul feels sorry for his mentor. She must have hoped her first apprentice would be a healthy kit, who she didn't need to make allowances for. If only she could realize that he didn't want any special allowances. He doesn't need them. J-Paw says he might not be able to see what she sees, but he can tell a lot from what he can hear, smell, and feel. He sniffs the air. And he explains that he knows ShadowClan is over that way. Not just because the stench of them is strong enough to scare a rabbit. Everyone just got a dunk on Shadow Clan. Every, huh? They're not even in the stinky they place just stink. anymore. They're like, they eat frogs. They smell. But he also smells the pine trees, which means there can't be much undergrowth. The cats who hunt there must be cunning and good at stalking. Over there, he smells the moorland. The wind comes in great unbroken sweeps. Undisturbed by trees. 
The Wind Clan cats must be fast and small to hunt out in the open. He then turns his face towards the lake. He knows River Clan is across the lake, but he can't smell their scent. It's hidden by the sense of the lake, which is stronger today because of the wind. And he knows that River Clan will feel the rain coming first because the wind is driving the waves towards Thunder Clan. He can hear them. So he, you know, he knows the world. He it's knows his world. It's almost like when you sit down and have a conversation with someone about, like, you know, your limitations and, you know, what you can do and can't do. They might understand you a bit. Yeah. J-Paul can tell all that without seeing? Brightheart asks. Yes, of course. Brightheart stiffened. A patrol is coming. J-Paul had already heard it. Um, he knows that Dustpelt, Hazelpaw, Thornclaw, and Poppypaw are coming up the ridge. He doesn't say so out loud, though. And he's pleased that he'd impressed Brightheart with all of his knowledge of what was happening around them. But he didn't want her to think that he was showing off. <laughs> so, the patrol had just finished um, and were headed towards the mossy clearing for battle training. Poppypaw asks if J-Paw can come. Another day, Brightheart says... They haven't finished exploring the territory, she explains, as much for J-Paw as for Poppypaw. Thornclaw asks where they're heading. Brightheart says she's going to show J-Paw the old thunderpath. Thornclaw paused. They'll be careful, he cautions. Don't stray over the Shadow Clan border. J-Paw bristles. They may only have one eye between them, but they're not idiots. <laughs> I now need that to be your guys' catchphrase. <laughs> J-Paw prepares to snarl a reply, but Brightheart beats him to it. She knows a border marker when she smells one. J-Paw feels a flash of reproach from Dustpelt, and he quietly reminds Thornclaw that Firestar trusted Brightheart with J-Paw. Of course, Thornclaw says. Sorry, Brightheart. Hey, Thornclaw, which is her brother. Why are you the worst, bro? This, that's her brother too. They were littermates. I know. I didn't know, Brightheart. Bro. Brightheart meets his apology with stony silence. Jaypaw feels a prick of satisfaction. He is not the only cat who felt patronized by the other warriors. So he's he's already he's starting to understand empathy. This. Yes, yes. So it's like, oh, Brightheart is being underestimated by her peers too. Like, hey, kid, this is what Firestar wants to teach. Mm -hmm. Like, wants you to be taught. Like the resilience of like these cats. If it had been don't a different uh, mentor, it probably this. would have been worse. Yeah, probably. You know, Brightheart probably has a little bit more, at least, I mean, empathy. She's, she's been there. She's, you know, she's she's been the cat who was told to retire to the Elder's Den, you know, when she's obviously a, a very capable warrior now. Mm -hmm. All right. So we'll, um, we'll continue our training. We'll, we'll, we'll leave at that. Yeah. We'll, we'll continue our training next week. Um, exploring some ThunderClan territory. But I, I wanted to show you just, you know, a minute amount of growth from little J-Paw. I believe <laughs> a in A little him. bit of understanding. 
He'll get there. He'll get there. I promise you. All um, right. It's a long journey, but we'll get there. Ugh. Well, it's... It's going to be a lot. But... It's going to be a lot. I'm so ready to go through teenage dumb again. Um, Gosh, and we're going to spend, like, at least, like, three books as teens. It's going to be a nightmare. I'm so sorry. It's only... And we've only um, been... I mean, some people spend their whole lives in series where they're just teens, so... <laughs> oh my goodness, right? You know what? And this is only one perspective. I cannot wait to see what uh, Lionpaw is up to. I think, like, that's the one I'm oh my most goodness. interested in. Just to see if Ashfur is... Gonna be a good dad or not? But hey, your actual dad and me as your you know mentor dad. You know we didn't always see eye to eye. What? But, uh, I can't believe we're doing this again. What? <laughs> Yikes! Anyway, folks. Oh, and and Holly Pop gets to go to college. <sighs> <laughs> She's gonna get an MD, folks. If you're ready to buckle down and study hard and stop being underestimated and also have your teacher also, like, dated your mom, but not really, um, if that's what your high school experience is like, then, uh, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter, uh, we're WCWTCast, or you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com saying, hey, how do, you, how do you specifically always describe my life in particular? And and, and just, why are you doing that? Stop. We keep getting those emails. Uh, you can also monetarily <laughs> help out the podcast uh, by checking out our Ko-Fi and our coffee. It is linked in the episode description. But the best way to help out the podcast is to share it with a friend and say, hey, um, we really time traveled. Being a teen's rough. Ain't it? <laughs> I'm just a kid and life is a nightmare. <laughs> well, let's turn this nightmare into a daydream. I'm Ember Hart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. I don't know what that means. And this has been Warrior Cats. <laughs> what is that? What was that? I just want everybody to be happy. Ooh.